0: Are you ready for some points? Ain't getting them. It is the preseason, and that is Under City. It is the nightcap. We are off and running. That is Sean King looking dapper on a Friday night. He's full of energy. I'm coordinating. We got two football games, if that's what you're going to call them, on uh, on our television screens. Cincinnati and Washington, Kansas City and Arizona. And I would like to describe, Sean, to our viewers, the scene that we saw, those gentlemen have since left. Yes.
1: See, we have to get pulling for my pocket T-shirts. Perfect opportunity to deliver some T-shirts with Vison pulling for my pockets.
0: We need to have them sitting here in a box, yeah. and when they are pulling for their pockets, like I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to reenact a little bit. So, Kansas City. Went off as a four-point first half favorite right. against the Arizona Cardinals tonight. Andy Reid said our starters are going to be playing. Well, at this point in the second in the first half, it was Chad Henne time. Right. Three to nothing with a minute and thirty or so to go. And our guy. Well, our guy was pretty fired up when Chad Henney threw a touchdown pass. To he Nicole had the
1: Mahomes jersey on. He was sweating. 10 nothing. Woo! Colt McCoy taking Here the Cardinals go. down
0: the field. Colt McCoy bringing him down under 30 seconds to go. Drops back to pass. I think our guy was like this. He closed his eyes. Absolutely. He, was, he, he was, saw it coming. He was pulling the hair. Not again. And then Juan Thornhill. Full extension, interception in the end zone. Colt McCoy airmailing it just enough. And our guy got up, high-fiving, high-fiving strangers. Doesn't matter if it's the preseason. Cash is the same. Our guy got the cover in the first half. And now he's using that $100.00. To go and uh, play some blackjack. It's, it doesn't matter how much. It does not matter how much. Than
1: cashing a ticket. It,
0: it that really feeling isn't. is pure elation. You put down any of your hard-earned taxed money and you win yes, extra money. You feel pretty good. Yes, so sir. there you go. And that was uh, that was what happened. Just just behind us. Just a that is an appetizer yeah. of what the regular season brings. I can't wait
1: for the atmosphere that's going to be in the <laughs> circle sports book once football starts for real. I mean, just the different fan bases, the way it's set up with the stadium seat. And I mean, it's going to be a tremendous place
0: to watch the game. And I see every night, every night I walk in, I see Sean King just sitting there. Holding in his, court. In his reserved seat. I gotta Derek got to get people.
1: I got to get Derek to put a plaque on the chair that says Big King. <laughs> yeah, I'm going
0: to ask him that tonight. All right. It might be a good night to ask him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek's going to join us a little bit later. He's got some, he has some business to deal with, so he's going to join us later on in the show. So, as mentioned, two games on the docket here tonight. We'll we'll dive into those in depth here in just a little bit, and maybe some thoughts on the team that won the Super Bowl two years ago, lost the Super Bowl last year. What to expect from the Kansas City Chiefs? They lead ten to nothing right now, and. The first half number, as mentioned, was Chiefs minus four. Full game, Chiefs minus three and a half, mm-hmm. because the starters expected to be relieved of their duties. Uh, the total was 22, so once again, under, easily cashes. Now, mm-hmm. that's not the full game, right? but first half, easily cashes. And then Cincinnati and Washington, the Bengals just scored on a QB sneak, a little bailout as uh, our, uh, our favorite undrafted free agent. From, uh, I don't know where, Trenton Irwin, with his f- locks flowing, uh, got got, got, hit, out. got hit, fumbled, yeah. but they called helmet to helmet. He got billed out. 10-6, to 6, Cincinnati leading the Washington football team, and uh, Washington went off a five-and-a-half point favorite. I was surprised by that line. It seemed a little too steep for me, but uh, at the end of the day, we'll see what uh, Taylor Heine can do here. Okay. That's where we stand. Oh, by the way, uh, if you're wondering, yes, the Orioles did lose again, and they lost by more than two and a half yes, runs. Yes, they
1: did. And guess what? Ching, 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 ching.
0: <laughs> Max Freed, complete game shutout at Camden Yards. The Orioles, the gift that keeps on giving 16 consecutive losses, all by two or more runs. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Let's get it rolling on a Friday. It is the nightcap here on Veasan. Two football games on our television screens in the studio. Week two of the preseason started last night. Continues tonight. That is Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former Tulane Green Wave great. When you went to Tulane, yes, sir. Year one, were you independent or in the C? I can't remember. That's a good question. I know there was there was independence. For tulane and Not, then, i honestly don't remember and then C cusa your senior year you remember hoisting a trophy cusa champs yeah, yeah. remember that uh but we will break down the independence mainly notre dame but liberty byu army there's a couple decent teams uh mm-hmm. in the uh i don't know how in-depth we're going to get of umass N- and notre UConn. Dame. yeah so we will uh we will get into all that a little bit later on in the show. Derek Stevens normally joins us off the jump, but Derek's a busy man. He's a he's a businessman. He runs a lot of things. Sean, people to see, things to do. But he will join us later on in the show. Nine o'clock Pacific, midnight Eastern. He will be in studio. Who knows who will be with him? I saw him. He was he had a picture today uh, on the uh, Circus Sports Twitter page with Nate Robinson, the dunk champ, was in the building. Yeah. Unfortunately,
1: I don't know if that's what Nate's remembered for now. But hey, <laughs> well,
0: see, I remember him. I remember, I'm still, I still I remember like him. Robinson, I but. remember him as the as the dunk champ. So yeah. uh, he also, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be uh, putting up a fight uh, this weekend. I don't know if he's on the undercard of the Pacquiao Ugas fight. I don't think so. <laughs> I think he hung up
1: the gloves, brother.
0: <laughs> um and uh we also have uh jared smith our friend he'll join us a little bit later on in the show so a lot to get to tonight uh but let's start with the two games at hand and will we see an over doesn't seem likely but you never know uh right now kansas city leading the arizona cardinals 17 to nothing uh if you missed it my reenactment of what we saw here at the Circus Sportsbook okay. because Colt McCoy was driving the Arizona Cardinals down the field and there was a lot of buzz about lay the points with the Chiefs in the first half because of what Andy Reid told us. He said the starters are going to play the majority of the first half and that's why the line was what it was. Kansas City minus four in the first half, minus three and a half for the full game here at Circa. They get a late touchdown. Nicole Hardman catches a touchdown, not from Patrick Mahomes, but from Chad Henney. And then Colt McCoy driving the Arizona Cardinals down the field. Had a guy behind us sweating it out with his Patrick Mahomes jersey on, pulling his hair out. <laughs> but Juan Thornhill... Bailed him out. New, interception. New favorite player. Yeah. He needs to get the 22 jersey instead of that 15. The rest of the night, he's calling everybody, yo, Juan! <laughs> this is for Juan. Juan, thank you! Or he could thank Colt McCoy for AMA on that throw. It was pretty bad. It throw. was bad. Bad throw. decision, bad throw. Hey. And uh, in Washington, we've got a 10-6 ball game. Cincinnati just scored. There was a field goal from Dustin Hopkins uh, with about 20 or so seconds to go that gave Washington the push we had a push in the first half, and we'll see if Washington can cover this number. They were laying five and a half, but let's start with Kansas City because I think this is this is the spot that we should start with. Patrick Mahomes tonight, 10 of 18, threw a really bad pick, a very uncharacteristic of, of Mahomes. He felt the pressure coming, rolled out, and instead of throwing it away, tried to force it into the corner of the end zone, and uh, he was picked off didn't really understand that uh, decision as Byron Murphy made the interception. Did what you saw, what you saw, trying to make sure I'm speaking proper English, what you saw tonight, Sean, from Patrick Mahomes, thought of as the best quarterback in the NFL, did that worry you at all?
1: So let's put some context on this. Yeah. Week one, no one's going to remember how Patrick Mahomes played in the second preseason game against Arizona. They only remember that Kansas City played Arizona. However, based on what I saw tonight, he didn't look good. He was off. He was inaccurate. He was late. He was early. He was trying to force big plays as opposed to just taking what the defense gave. Now, you just chalk it up as, okay, it's his first action of the year. They'll be fine come the opener. But it couldn't be something that Andy Reid hoped happened. I mean, you hope they come out and they're explosive and they look sharp and just gives you confidence, you know, it's probably the last time we're going to see those guys. But, you know, you just have to have faith that they'll be okay. But they didn't look good today. They looked like they weren't on the same page. They looked like they had not been doing a lot of full-speed practicing as a unit and group. And um,
0: hopefully they get that fixed here in the next two weeks. You know, for the Chiefs, they have the highest over-under on wins in the league at 12-and-a-half. Andy Reid has hit the over in Kansas City eight consecutive years. It is 12 and a half. That is a very small margin of error. And I know you don't like to play the schedule game, Right. but let's just take a look quickly. And I'm not overreacting. Look, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the AFC West, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Chargers have gotten better. Denver's got talent, as we've talked about. Raiders, kind of a wild card there. Right. Uh, they tried to you know, shore up their defense, which was just a sieve last year. But that schedule, out of the jump for the Chiefs, Your home week one against the Browns, Sunday night football against the Ravens, mm-hmm. home to the Chargers, at the Eagles, and then home to the Bills. Now, you are, the Chiefs are, a favorite in all of those games. Nah, Ravens, that actually might be up in the air. I'll, I'll take a look at what the, uh, what the game of the year line is there for that. But, they are expected to win all of those games. That is not a cakewalk outside of a road game at Philly, but it's still a road game in Philadelphia with a, a full house. You've played in Philadelphia. It's, it's not enjoyable. It's those, not. They get loud. Um, so it is, there is no easing into this schedule. For a team who, by the way, was tremendous last year, went to the Super Bowl, their offseason was spent shoring up their biggest weakness, which was the offensive line. Drafted Creed Humphrey. Got younger. Got Orlando Brown. A lot of young pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Tooney uh, is, is now on that line. Um, when you look at 12 and a half, the start of that schedule, are you expecting, because we've seen it, the theme for the past couple of years has been regression for the team that loses the Super Bowl. I was not expecting that. I actually thought they had a really good offseason, in my opinion. you know, I don't think the Orlando Brown move long-term is great, but I think for this year... Short-term upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to have to pay him big money. That's the issue. Mm -hmm. But for this year, getting a guy that is an absolute upgrade at left tackle and and Zeus Brown, I think that's the way to go. And you get Creed Humphrey, who we heard... It was uh, was interesting. I don't know. Did they have the sound on here of the Chiefs game? Yes. Did you hear the part where Patrick Mahomes goes, Yell it out! telling Creed Humphrey to, to call out the protection? I thought that was pretty interesting, to, I, I, that they're I, trying to get the rookie to, to to call out the protections. Yeah, And, and, and it's difficult
1: when you're at game tempo. Mm-hmm. And I was always a quarterback that liked to handle the protections myself, because I have the best vantage point of the actual play clock. I never liked when the center handled the protections, because I don't want to have to rush him because the play clock's going down. I'd rather have it you know in my hands and so it's a unique dynamic you know maybe they're trying to take some things off of mahomes plate i'm yeah. sure he can override creed maybe they're
0: or maybe they're just trying to have him maybe they're just trying to, to see it uh, i don't know
1: make sure that creed understands the different changes to pass protections based on front and blitz so who knows uh mahomes probably was a little frustrated because he wasn't playing well and maybe he lashed out that happens you know it's an and emotional and i don't even game. know if
0: it was necessarily him being mad I just think that, and and they talked about on the broadcast a little bit, Riddick and and Greasy saying that's something that Andy Reid has been trying to emphasize with Creed Humphrey. So it just might be a learning thing. I don't know if they would do it in the regular. I don't know. I I just, I thought that was interesting. Um, But, you know, overall what we saw from Patrick Mahomes, how much can you uh, learn from a guy that is so dynamic and Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL has already won an MVP Mm -hmm. for a sluggish first half. You know, the funny thing was Sean, as we, we pulled up the graphic for those watching on visa.com. I think a lot of people remember they were winning games at the end of last year, but they weren't covering. They were really playing some close games. They
1: actually looked a lot like they looked today. Yeah. Kind of just out of sync, just a little bit, you know, maybe not connecting on some pass plays that they normally would not consistently being able to run the ball. But again, This is the elite league when it comes to the game of football. Your competitors now have a lot of film on Patrick Mahomes, on this offensive system and what they like to do. So it gets harder and harder to consistently produce that same kind of success. So I see some of that is a part of people getting more talented and more dynamic in how they're trying to defend Kansas City. But I'm not... In a panic at all. I mean, I still think Kansas City has all the tools, all the weapons needed to make another run at the Super Bowl. Now it's just up to them to go out and do it. But I don't think this is a cakewalk season for them like two years ago. I do think there are going to be some tight ball games along the way, and they're going to have to really bite down and and find ways to get W's in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, and and you look at that schedule, like uh, like you said, it's not a cakewalk. Well, they do play the NFC East. So they're four and zero already. That is true. Yeah, they do get that. That's that's a little bit later on. So if if you bet the over twelve and a half wins and they get out of that first five game you've stretch of like four. four and one, you're yeah. like, Whoo, here we go. Yeah, you've got four. You got wins. NFC East ahead of us. Uh, they get the Packers at home, which will be a fun game to watch. Um, Aaron Oster looked it up uh, while we were chatting. Uh, the Monday night football game, or excuse me, Sunday night football game mm-hmm. against the Ravens currently is a pick. Uh, at the Westgate Superbook. So not favored in, in all five of the first games, but a pick uh, there against the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. What about Arizona? We don't We didn't really see of Kyler Murray one of four. Um, you know, Arizona is a team that I think some people are, you know expecting them to to, to do some damage you know in in what is thought to be the most uh, challenging division in the NFC West from top to bottom an off season in which they went out and they got A.J. Green. Mm -hmm. uh, They got J.J. Watts. So they've upgraded uh, quite a bit here. And I want to point out one guy that you mentioned coming into studio after you were watching their first round pick, Zaven Collins. He was was flying.
1: He looks the part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a specimen and a lot of people kind of scratch their heads. You know, that don't really follow college football. And Xavier uh, comes from what conference? Uh, the AAC. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Baller, uh, kind of a dynamic hybrid type, has a defensive end body, but has linebacker movements. And, you know, he's going to be an outstanding player. You know, we talked about defensive player of the year. Looking it defensive up right now. rookie of the year yep. yesterday. And, you know, after today, I may have to add him to my list of, of future bets because he does look the part. He rushed the quarterback. He covered tight ends, he covered backs. Like he did a lot of things. You pair him and Isaiah Simmons, and they got the makings of a pretty salty unit on defense in Arizona.
0: And you think about who their coach is, Cliff Kingsbury, offensive mind. They have Kyler Murray. Uh, they've got DeAndre Hopkins. They've got A.J. Green, Christian Kirk. Spend a second-round pick on Rondale Moore. But their first-round pick the last two years, both have been defensive players, right? You, you go and get Isaiah Simmons, who it felt like early on last year, and I think they even said as much, they didn't really know what to do with him yeah. because he's a hybrid, but he's just a freak. He's all over the place. Well, they, so. put, they put him in that nine. <laughs> he looks the part. Right. Man. Yeah. And now you got Zavin Collins, who, by the way, 14 to one to win rookie of the year. So mm-hmm. a little, Less a little short. Yeah. yeah. Your guy yeah. Aziz Ojolari, who I was I uh, I was, I was doing a little extra homework today uh, on on your guy Ojalari, And uh, Pat Leonard from the Daily News was tweeting uh, at practice. And he said, Ojalari makes a goal line stand." I'm like, "Ooh, here we go." I just said that's Sean's guy. I think people are going
1: to regret passing on him. I could not believe he fell out of the first round. I mean, I was actually shocked.
0: Yeah, he was. And and, and another guy. Now he's a Notre Dame guy, so I'm a bit partial. But first game, eight tackles. Jeremiah Uso-Koromoa, another guy that fell out of the first round. He's also fourteen to one for defensive rookie of the year. So zaven Collins looked the part, but. In the in the short glimpse that you saw of Kyler Murray, didn't play game one, mm-hmm. only a handful of passes. Are you anticipating to see a you know a full half from him in their final? I doubt if they play game? again. I really do. I doubt if
1: they play. I mean, it's the third game. They have roster decisions to make. You want to get young guys enough time to prove that they either belong or don't belong, or if you have a couple position battles, you want to get those guys in and and see how they interact with different groups. I don't expect Arizona to play their ones in week three. And I don't don't think they have anything to worry about. I just think sometimes the preseason, we overanalyze it. You know, we overreact because that's all we have to go on.
0: We want so badly to be able to pick out something. If we could watch
1: the team periods from the last 10 days of practice, we'd have a better understanding of are they in sync, are they not, because that's what really matters. So they know where they're at. I'm telling you, veterans don't get
0: excited for preseason. Well, and that's... you you saw it all week with Rams and Raiders and uh, Jets and Packers, all these practices before the actual preseason game. We talked about a little bit last night. Those particular practices mean more in the coach's eyes than these, this game does. And I want to make a big picture point here though, because there's been a lot
1: made about the unders in the preseason. Oh my gosh. But to my trained expert eye, I think the defenses are evolving. Mm -hmm. They've caught up to the rule changes. Defensive backs are doing a lot less holding now. They're just covering. Defensive guys are not leading with their head on tackles. You know, they're not throwing the quarterback to the ground and falling on him. Like, I think the defensive guys have adjusted their behavior to the new set of rules. I think you're going to see a lot more overs when the regular season starts than we're accustomed to. I don't think this year
0: is going to be a shootout, high-octane offensive firepower show week in and week out. Three quarters in the books for both games. Kansas City and Arizona, it's 17-3. Closing number, 41. Cincinnati and Washington, it's 10-9. Closing number, 35. We might be headed to two more unders, which would make it 17-3. Sean, we will keep an eye on that. We'll talk a little more about Washington and Cincinnati on the other side. We're up and running on a Friday. It's the Nightcap on Visa. season football at its finest ladies and gentlemen during the break we had an interception in the end zone that
1: it looked like completion <laughs> it looked like shane Bouchelle intentionally threw the ball to the arizona cardinal defensive back i mean did
0: that did that cardinal go to like smu or something Did he think he was his teammate <laughs> is... he might want his buddy
1: to make the team that <laughs> like they have to have like some kind of history <laughs> or just, lineage he hit him in the numbers and there was no friendship. one there was no one around you can't throw the ball better than he threw it to the DB. I mean, right in between the numbers, not so too when, hard, not too
0: soft. Now, let me ask you this. Because this is a preseason game and it's a rookie in Shane Bouchelle. When he goes into film session, did the veterans give him some grief? 100%. Like, they're like, "Shane, good throw." That was a that was a strike.
1: The first thing I'm going to tell him is that, you know, they've got the other red on. <laughs> You know, the Chiefs red and the Cardinals red. It's a little different shade. See, that's why we wear the white jerseys and they wear the red ones.
0: Oh, yeah. He's going to find it funny. But that is where we are. That is preseason football. And that is why we are steaming our way to two more unders. Last night you had to sweat it out. But guess what happened? A turnover. And that's what saved you. Facts. You had Kansas City driving. A turnover. Cincinnati, a turnover. It is uh, It is preseason football. Early fourth quarter, both of the games, both right now looking. I never want to count the chickens. I'm just mad at myself. We talked about this all week, I still haven't Sean. bet the under. We have not bet it once. What did I say? Dope me said, I don't know. I'm a little nervous following a trend. Maybe I'm jumping on too late. Well, it hit last night, and it is absolutely looking like it's going to hit Tonight, unless we magically get three touchdowns in both of these games in the fourth quarter, seventeen and three through the first. If it, if these two come home,
1: oh, they're done deal. Let that sizzle in your spirit for just one second. Seventeen and three to the under. And tomorrow, Saturday, how many games do we have? One, two, three, four,
0: five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games.
1: Ten games. Aaron, our producer, has already said he's going to give me and Tim ten thousand dollars, and we're just going to bet a thousand apiece on the under blindly mm-hmm. in every game and see where we're at. Yep, it's a nice investment,
0: and right. and he's and he's given us no matter what. Yeah, the winnings he's just going to no payback. We have keep it if we win. We go he's, 10 and oh. He's very, he's very nice. He's a heck of a guy. He really, he is. Is. He we're really is. We're fortunate. Yeah. We're fortunate to have that. But that, yeah, that'll be our plan. <laughs> um, we'll get to some of those week What's two. What's the smallest amount you can bet?
1: Five dollars. Five dollars. Yep. So I'm, I'll, I'll, let's let's take twenty dollars and okay. tomorrow I just bet the under twenty on every game. Yeah, in all ten games. All right. Yeah, let's do that.
0: Okay.
1: Twenty bucks. But so we didn't game. say we let the train just continually keep passing us by.
0: And now overs are going to hit in all ten games.
1: <laughs> but at least we can say we tried.
0: Yeah, we we tried. We yeah. we we. Yeah. Now we'll come back on Monday and say, well, we did miss the trend. Um, anything we can glean from Cincinnati and Washington? Joe Burrow was there. He was warming up, uh, pregame. Uh throwing it around, but obviously still coming back from the torn ACL. By the way, the scene of the crime, this is where he tore his ACL last year. Uh, so your starter was uh Brandon Allen for Cincinnati. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick, seven of thirteen. T- Taylor Heineke. I know I know Washington fans watching him scramble around. He ran for 26 yards. Washington fans have got a a Heineke uh they got a fever in Washington right now. They, they love them some Taylor Heineke. What he did against the, uh, the Buccaneers in the playoff game. Moments up. like this, I think they're intrigued by the prospect, even though it's not really a prospect. He's like 29 years old.
1: And it's interesting, interesting that you mentioned age. And I'm not going to put Ryan Fitzpatrick in the assisted living home yet, but <laughs> it looks like he's headed that way. He looks old. But he, he, he had his best he, season ever last I year. I know, but just when you watch him, his movements look a little creaky. You know, that arm doesn't look like it has a lot of pop and zip to it. You know, and then this young guy comes in and he's running around and, you know, he's but got he's zip that, on the ball. He's and 29. I know. He's, he's surprisingly Be Interesting. Old. Be interested. They're probably gonna start with Ryan regardless. Oh,
0: they're they're definitely starting Ryan. I mean, they gave him ten million bucks, so I think they're they're starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. But they re-signed Taylor Heineke this off-season. I mean, you know, Fitz Fitzy looks old.
1: Me and Fitzy get our hair cut at the same place in Tampa. They really? play for the Bucks. Yeah. What hair? Hey man, let me do what I do. Okay. <laughs> You take your win. T- Let me do what I do. I mean, did I at least like, fix with the ghost? Sometimes you have to massagulate your know? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're
0: telling me they're doing other Put things. Put the hot towel
1: on your head. I mean, you know, the Ryan Fitzpatrick
0: gets a haircut for the two of you. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got flowing locks. Hey, Washington scored. Underwatch. Points. Get, getting Touchdowns. a little, little worry. Speaking of Washington, they're I the- hate their helmets. Really? Yeah, those are terrible. They got to figure out something. Yeah, don't worry. They'll have some. Some nickname. We can get into that discussion. I don't actually want to. Um, we got a touchdown in Washington. They play in the NFC East. The favorite in the NFC East got some concerns. It's the nightcap here on VSEN. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, got two games tonight, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up the Visa Pro Football Betting Guide, our experts profile, every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for Visa All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. we will give you a little foreshadowing of some teams we'll be previewing Okay. about Antonio Gandy Golden, the Liberty Flame product. Made a nice catch. touchdown, two uh, Yeah, two-point conversion. Yeah. We'll be previewing the independents a little bit later on. Mm. Hugh Freeze, he's got himself a team. They scored a ton of points last year. Quarterback Malik Willis. Baller. Well, I think, oh, I don't even think they say, say could. He will be a first round pick. Yeah, they be, ran, they reigned on Coastal Carolina's parade last year. Sure did. Beat him in the, the Cure Bowl. Yeah. And a win total of nine. So we will preview Liberty, Notre Dame, BYU. I don't know if we'll get into UMass and UConn, but hey, who knows? Maybe we'll get crazy. Who did Liberty um, beat last year?
1: Syracuse? and Smoked Syracuse. Lost late to NC State. And beat Virginia Tech? Yeah, beat Virginia Tech.
0: Virginia Tech called a timeout, yeah. and they made a field goal, and then uh, I think they missed it. I, if my memory serves me correct. Maybe it was opposite. I can't remember. Uh, Liberty Actually, Liberty, I think, missed it. They had tried to ice them, yeah. and then I think they made the field goal. So, yeah, right. And then they lost to NC State by one, uh, but did cover down in Raleigh so uh, yeah we will get to the Liberty Flames a little bit later on we'll talk Notre Dame as well but uh, let's get you updated just real quickly Um, in case you do have that under you're riding the trend starting to see some points I don't hopefully I didn't mush what do we have to get to Uh, we have to get to 35 in Washington even though it's not Washington, it's Landover, Maryland. Uh, we need to get to 35 at FedEx Field. And we're at 27? We're at 27. Okay. A two-point conversion, which would probably happen if Cincinnati scores a touchdown here, because why would yeah. you want to tie the game? Yeah. So you're a little bit worried. It's just a little, little, little sweat. It's a lot of time, though. Probably two drives each team. Yeah. And we just saw... Uh, we just saw... A touchdown from Washington and that two-point conversion. That two-point conversion, not ideal for the under, but still alive, still alive. And then uh, your favorite backup quarterback, Chris Streveler. Throwing dimes. Just dropping it in. uh, The pride of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Why do
1: all quarterbacks that lift weights all the time wear 15? (laughs) Is that like a a Tebow thing they started? Patrick
0: Mahomes wears 15. He's not a big lifter. He's not.
1: He's always an outlier. Like Streveler looks like he gets up in the morning, takes a protein shake, and goes straight to the gym.
0: <laughs> he's got some big tats too. Yeah, yeah. He looks, he does look the part. Uh, he's Treveler. a great cup champ. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Played a couple games last year in Arizona. So yeah, Chris Streveler went to uh, he was uh, went to South Dakota. Started at Minnesota, went to South Dakota, and thus ends your Chris Streveler uh, knowledge because he threw a touchdown tonight. It was actually a good throw. A ball. Time. Um, Dak Prescott, are we at what point do we start to get a little worried about Dak Prescott? Uh, because he's still dealing with some injuries. Here you go. Uh, he'll definitely be involved in some form of practice more than this week, Mike McCarthy said. But to stand here and tell you that he'd be full go and take all the reps, I'm not there yet. Before we get into the season ramifications, how about the week one situation where Tampa, that line is now, it crept just below a touchdown, back up. It is at seven. Tampa at home, and we don't know if Dak Prescott is going to be 100% for that season opener.
1: Here's what's interesting. I had my reservations about him being healthy or... Operating at 100% before the shoulder, but I thought it would be the ankle. Ankle related. So it's not like outside of where I was mentally as it pertains to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the shoulder seems to be a little more problematic than at first anticipated. You know, it kind of went from, he has a sore arm, he's gonna sit out a day, ice it, rehab, a lot of quarterbacks do that, to, okay, let's get an MRI. Then it became, let's get another MRI. Now it's turned into not going to play in the preseason. Now all of a sudden, McCarthy's like not even sure he's going to be full go at practice. So if you're a Cowboy fan, this has to be very alarming, because it's not like they have a legitimate backup option. No. So I mean, last... Dak is the the gasoline that makes this engine run. I mean, he's the guy that matriculates the ball to all of these weapons that they've accumulated on offense. You saw last year when he left, very pedestrian. Mm -hmm. Same players on offense, just not the same quarterback. So he's the key cog in this machine. If he's not available or he's not 100%, I don't think the outlook looks bright, even if he is for
0: Dallas, but it gets extremely bleak quick. Last year, they spent, I think it was $7 million on Andy Dalton, which at the time, I thought it was a good signing, and then he played, and I was like, "Mm, maybe not. Um, It is his time. Mm -hmm. It's his time now in Chicago. By the way, Bears minus four tomorrow. They have the Nooch, Ben Denucci, who is somehow still on it's an NFL guy. roster. It's my God, man. I like Nooch, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: is I he, like Nooch. Is he just a, I mean, he probably, I, I cheer for him. Just think, if you're
1: at a game and you're hydrating with your buddies, like, just think about the exhilaration you get. Nooch! Let's go, Nooch! Like, just, I, I like the name. I like the moxie that he plays with. You know, he's kind of got like that underdog vibe to him. He went
0: to James Madison. I I like to root for guys like that. I I do too. At the end of the day, if he's starting the season for the Dallas Cowboys, then you're feeling pretty good about a Washington or a Giants or a Philly NFC East bet. And by the way, your prognostication of betting the under. I've
1: already taken the under for every team in the NFC East. (laughs) I took, I just, I went and I made a blanket bet. I took the under for the Eagles, the Cowboys. Washington and uh, the Giants;
0: those are guaranteed to cash. The winner of that division might be six and eleven. Well, last year the winner was almost six and ten. If if Philadelphia had beaten Washington on Sunday Night Football, which they, I, I think it was a little overblown. The the Nate Sudfield, ben, uh, the take Jalen Hurts and bench Shouldn't have done it, but Jalen Hurts was actually playing terrible. The
1: bad brand of football they play in the NFC.
0: Yeah, and it and it wasn't that long ago. That it was the best division in football. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still
1: high-profile. That's what makes it even more comical. Because there's high-profile teams, so they're always on TV, so they can't hide. Like, sometimes when you're a bad club, you know, on TV, you can hide.
0: I would just say this. Based on value alone, go ahead and get yourselves the Giants ticket at plus 450. Look around that division. You just like buying paper? Who's winning it? They're gonna transfer their division title to the second place team in another. Who's winning it. Exactly. I'm not you're gonna plus one thirty for Dallas. No, thank you. Get you updated on underwatch tonight and also look ahead to tomorrow's slate here on the Nightcap. Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes and Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. Find out more, head to Indeed.com credit. Alongside Ben DiNucci's biggest fan, Sean King, I'm That's Tim right. Murray. My here guy. From the... Other than people in Harrisonburg, Virginia, you are the only person who has ever said, that. Ben DiNucci is my guy.
1: That's right, man. Guy needs support. I'm here for him. <laughs> That quarterback brotherhood. Right. <laughs> Everybody else trying to get Dak Prescott
0: autograph? I want Danucci's. Danucci. I think we should clip this off and tweet it out. Sean King, big Ben Danucci fan. That's right. He's my guy. Uh, well, he might be playing week one. We don't know. Or Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert is the other uh, option there. Seems stranger things happen in Dallas. So, uh, speaking of strange things, it looks like. You're breathing a little bit of sigh of relief. Cincinnati kicked a field goal. So we were worried Cincinnati could go down, score a touchdown, go for two. You'd be at a push because the total at 35. Now you're sitting 30. Now a touchdown, and we're going over. So while this game looked relatively comfortable at the half of, uh, of hitting the under because it was 6-3 to three at the half, Right. now it's 17-13. Now it's So we're, once again, on on total watch, that's what preseason football has become. Just under watch, 15-3 through the first 18 preseason games. You might as well cash your under ticket right now on the Cardinals and the Chiefs. That one is coming home. Cincinnati and Washington is a little bit of a sweat here. A little bit. A little bit of sweat. A little bit of sweat. We'll keep an eye on that. Keep the trend going. But we got games tomorrow. And I want to start with a game that I actually bet last night. and was able to get it at four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the South Point was the last four in the market. And that's the Chicago Bears, a.k.a. It's My Time Dalton, and going up against the Buffalo Bills. Now, I know that's a 10 a.m. game, too. That's early. It is the Mitch Trubisky redemption game. And I'm betting against that. Yeah.
1: they are not, not worried about old Mitchy boy. <laughs>
0: Trust me. But they're I licking uh,
1: their chops. The reason, I, I they've just, got side bets going on. <laughs> how many sack fumbles can they cause when he's in the game, and how many picks will he throw?
0: Oh, that's just not. That's just not kind. It's not nice. Facts.
1: I can hear him talking right now. Here yeah, we got Mitch coming. Hey, boy, time to eat. <laughs> time to eat, big dog. Khalil <laughs> Mack trying to trying to get his uh, sack on. Um, they have such an advantage because they've heard his cadence. Mm-hmm. for an extended period of time. So they kind of know his mannerisms, like any deficiencies that he's ha- that he has, they know. So people think like that's an easy game. A lot of times it's your toughest game because they know you so well.
0: Yeah, they faced him quite a bit uh, in practice and, mm-hmm. and everything. So Chicago, most spots now four and a half. I, uh, once again, this comes down to what we've discussed really the past week and even last week, Sean, which is... Quarterback battles. Even though Andy Dalton believes it's his time, it is a quarterback competition. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton wants to prove that he's the deserving starting quarterback. Justin Fields, obviously, after his quote of saying the game is slowing down in front of him, <laughs> both of these quarterbacks are are, are swinging and missing. And,
1: and you know what? It's it's so crazy that you mentioned that because I'm hesitating on that game for that particular reason. For that, for that reason. quote, yes. yeah. I just feel like the karma's bad. Mm-hmm. Andy's talking about my time. Fields is out here like he's got it all figured out. Yeah, the game's slow. Like, I just feel like there's some regression coming because of karma. You know what? I, I might just watch I, it. I
0: can't, I can't get a refund yeah. now. Yeah. so I don't want to start my I'll, Saturday off, you know, <laughs> in the dumps, yelling at the TV. Yeah, it's at yeah. a 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific, noon central at Soldier Field. So that yeah. is the uh, first game. Um, total, as uh, I'm sure many of you are wondering, has actually been bet up to 38 and a half. Uh, that is where we are. Consensus, that's a 38 here, but you can find a 38 and a half. If you want the under, find the best number out there. Don't just go into one shop. Go find that other one. Uh, the next game on the board, mid-afternoon affair out in the Midwest also. Got Green Bay against the Jets. And the Jets opened as a dog. They have now moved to a, as a favorite. And they're laying two and a half. I think I'm going to bet the uh, the fighting Zach Wilson's. I would do that too. Yeah. Because the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers is Kurt Kurt. Yeah. He's just going to hand the ball off. So if they can't run the ball, it's going to be a long night. And I think, you know, Zach Wilson looked pretty sharp. He did look In sharp. week one. He did. Um, six and nine. And I think they're going to try to build off that. And I know it's been a rough week with the injuries in New York. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm crazy saying this, but I, I feel like a win, even though it's the preseason, it's a rookie head coach, it's a rookie starting quarterback, with Lawson going down earlier, I just feel like a a win would, would, would go a little bit of ways there for the Jets. I mean, the Green Bay Packers have won 26 games in the last, or I guess if you include playoff games, they've won 28 games in the last two years. Yeah. They've got the MVP... Uh, they don't they don't care about this game they don't so it's staying under a field goal I, I would look towards the Jets laying the two and a half in this spot I agree with that let's skip around a little bit because we're not gonna hit on every game I earlier this week I took Tennessee in a teaser they were uh you could have got them two two and a half and with a low total in Tampa you could have teased it up to eight. Uh, now you you can't get it through that key number of seven, but I still think Tennessee might be a play on just because Bruce Arians came out today or came out this week It said starters aren't playing. Tom Brady's not play. Tom Brady played a little bit. They're not playing. They had joint practices all week, so they had multiple fights. Yeah, Antonio Brown, <laughs> Manny Pacquiao, somebody. Yeah, so, I probably
1: wouldn't play my guys either.
0: <laughs> so you're looking at a, a line move towards Tennessee. Uh South Point here in Vegas has it now as a pick between these two. Uh, so you can get Tennessee on the money line um, minus 102 here at Circa. Uh, I would probably, if I if I had to play it uh, again, I would go Tennessee in this spot. Have we heard of Tannehill
1: and the crew is playing in for how long?
0: Uh, I don't know that. I think he's playing, but um, you put in Tannehill and all it says is, Hey, we found out that Tom Brady wasn't mentioning him when in that clip of the shop when he's talking <laughs> It wasn't Ryan Tannehill, apparently. Subliminals. Um Yeah, don't know. We'll, we'll see if we get the that. Yeah. Um see if we can find that out in the break. The Browns are expected to rest most of their starters. Which is strange
1: because they didn't really play in the first game.
0: And that's Baker a Baker didn't play at all, right? In uh, game one. I don't think so. And he will not play in game two. That's strange. And they're laying five against the Giants.
1: Hmm. I think think some of these lines, the odds makers just want you to second guess yourself. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because you you have an opinion, and then you actually go and look at what the line is for the game, and, and it makes you completely second guess your opinion.
0: I think I would say this. Cleveland's not playing starters. Numbers five, a total of 35 and a half. You can tease that through, six, through seven and 10 and get the Giants plus 11 in that. And let's just find another dance partner uh, for, for that uh, for, for tomorrow. So, you know, that, that's something to, to take an eye, uh, an eye to. Uh, maybe Indianapolis. You know, the, the the quarterback situation in Indianapolis is interesting. Now, Indianapolis or Indianapolis is playing Minnesota. Minnesota's laying two. Minnesota didn't play any of their starters. They got blown out by Denver 33 to 6. You know, Jacob Eason and Ellinger looked actually pretty looked pretty good. They did. And if if I could bump that up to seven and a half or eight, uh, that might be uh that might be Tim's teaser right there. I've got a couple out there but here's where the preseason can get tricky you script during your
1: first 10 to 12 plays so if all you're going to play is 10 to 12 plays you practice all of those plays specifically based on what you think you're going to get so it's a lot easier sometimes to be effective in that little small sample size than when you're playing multiple drives all the way through halftime which i'm assuming that's what jacob is going to do and then ellinger will play the second half or maybe they reverse it mm-hmm. and sam plays first this game and and, and and Jacob played the second half, but sometimes you get exposed the more time you're out there. So I try not to read too much into it, you know. Uh, but Jacob did play well, and so did Sam. And I think the people in Indy, I was reading some articles, are pretty excited and fired up. It's not doom and gloom if Wentz isn't available week one. Like seems like that city, that organization feels like those guys can get the job done. We'll yeah, see.
0: and that's and that's why I think I think there were. It's twofold. They didn't go out and get a quarterback because. They probably knew that the, there was a, a high likelihood that Carson Wentz would be on the more five side as opposed to the 12 side mm-hmm. weeks out, mm-hmm. which is seeming to come true. And they believe in Jacob Eason and or Ellinger that they can be comp- competent in week one or week two if needed. Uh, real quickly, let's get to the, uh, to the... There's a couple late night games, uh, which is always fantastic. Denver and Seattle... Denver looked like, as I think you said, looked like they were playing the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, in Week One, they were fired up. They're playing at Seattle. They're laying five quarterback competition. Are we laying the five with Denver? Absolutely.
1: I'm taking all my winnings from the game yesterday, the Patriots, and I'm putting them into the Broncos. A little roll. And then if we win that game, we're going to roll it over into the Saints.
0: Saints is on Monday, Monday. night, yep. and they are... I just want to be here rooting for Jameis. Like, I have you a, love Jameis. I do. That's my
1: guy. I'm a big Jameis Winston fan, and I'd love to have you know, my six entries into Survivor. I know my dog, and he goes ham in the second half. That would be great.
0: <laughs> I'm even get a Jameis jersey. All right. Underwatch continuing. Minute 42 to go in, in Arizona. It's 17 to 10, and Eric Dungy... I think it was stopped short on a, a scramble. So if you had the under in the Washington-Cincinnati game, you might be feeling pretty good. We might be having 17-3, and Sean. Let's go. One hour in the book. Sean King, Tim Murray, the Nightcap, here on Decent.